Hello, brother. I'm Grace. Hello, brother. I'm Stephanie. And this is Doppelgangers. Today, we're talking about season six, episode 12 of The Vampire Diaries, which is called Prayer for the Dying. This is a crazy one because it's really two kind of A plots going on. I know. It's kind of crazy that they jam pack so much into this episode. And in the grand tradition of The Vampire Diaries, putting it in like episode 12. Yeah, it's like, oh, shit. So we're doing the merge now, which I did think waiting a whole month for a merge was a reach. Yeah, it did seem like last week they're saying 30 days. This week they're saying 30 days. It's like, okay, but how much is that in like Vampire Diaries time? Because that's a lot of time to see like Joe get better at magic. Like her little I'll make a man out of you montage, which we haven't been getting because she hasn't been getting better. Yeah, I mean, I think we all knew it wasn't looking good for Joe, except maybe Joe. I, I think even Joe had to know. That was deep, deep denial she was in. Only one person was seeing things clearly for what it was, and that was Luke. I mean, he he was the smartest of the group, but also, you know. I, I mean, and we, we can talk. Obviously, there's so much to say about Luke this episode. I don't know that he even thought he could win. He just knew that he wanted to save Joe and Liv. Yeah, I think he wanted to save Joe and Liv, and he was like, you know, it's a long shot. If anyone can win, it's probably me. And at the very least, if I die, I'm dying over Joe and Liv. Yeah, because he was willing to sacrifice himself unlike the other selfish bitches in the room. Yeah, that kind of selflessness maybe could teach a lesson to both Joe and Liv. And to Elena, if we're being, you know, if we're gonna, if we're gonna talk about selflessness and Damon. And to Damon this week. Damon, I'm less mad at because he did what he had to do in many cases. I am pissed at how he talks to Caroline. I'm not mad at Damon because he did ultimately solve most of the issues. But he could have been a little nicer to Caroline. I think everyone could have given a little more grace to Caroline. Except, Except for, for Stefan. Liz and Stefan, because they kind of ate this week. Stefan, finally. Finally a week where I would say Stefan, mm, I guess a better showing. I think Damon did a lot for the other part of it. But I think Stefan did have a better showing, maybe for the first time in the time I'm watching this show, I'll say that. Stefan had a better showing interpersonally, though Damon had a better showing in terms of magic conflicts. Which I think is often true. Yeah. Damon's not known for his... uh, People skills? Yeah. And Stefan's not known for his secure grasp on magical consequences. Let's say that. Or real critical thinking of consequences, because one thing about him, he's going to prioritize people he cares about. Yes. Damon, he was like, Alaric will get over this, maybe. He said, how convenient that Alaric is out of town. I hope (laughs) Joe doesn't die, but if she does... I did what I could. And, you know, that's on a lurk for going out of town this close to the merge. I mean, be serious. Yeah. You really think you're going to have a month? You teach occult studies. Do the math. It would behoove everyone to download a celestial events calendar. Yeah. Just to say, like, there is one tonight. Let's just be here in case something goes awry. Yeah. A lot to get into. But we've merely scratched the surface, though we've opened a lot <laughs> of cans of worms already. Before we go deeper in, here's a quick ad. As always, I will start by reading the synopsis from Vampire Diaries Wiki. When Liv and Luke's father arrives to town to celebrate their birthday, they try and convince him to let Joe and Kai take their place in the merge ceremony. After Tyler finds out that the merge is happening sooner than he expected, he urges Liv to let him talk to her father. Meanwhile, after Caroline's plan to cure her mother takes an unexpected and devastating turn, Elena, Stefan, and Damon gather at the hospital while Joe attempts to save Sheriff Forbes' life. Lastly, 
With the merge set to take place, Damon's risky plan quickly sends things spiraling out of control, forcing one of the twins to take matters into their own hands. From that synopsis, I would know it wasn't Liv. Yeah, Liv ain't doing shit. What about Liv? She's going to be selfish and she's going to just not do anything. She's got gin to drink. And the thing is, if I were in the Gemini coven, is that who I would want to be my leader? No, I would want Luke to be my leader. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I wouldn't even want Joe, to be honest. Yeah, because she didn't want to be with us so bad for 18 years. Now she gets to lead it. I'd be pissed. Yeah. Now, would I be happy with Kai? Probably not. Yeah, certainly not. But but then I would be like, okay, well, Liv and Luke merge. We'll get Luke. Woohoo. Yeah. Yeah, if I was in the Gemini Coven, I would have pushed this merge too. We open the episode in the Forbes house. Liz is asleep in her bed and Caroline is asleep in a chair next to her bed. But there's a noise which wakes Caroline up. So she gets up to investigate. She goes downstairs and she hears like clattering. So she goes to the kitchen door and then Colin pops up, blood on his hands. We haven't had a a suspense sequence like this in some time. Like she's walking down the stairs, walking down the hallway. The light is crazy. It's like much more thriller than we've gotten in a while. Yes, this did take, this scene was quite long of building the suspense. And then Colin does pop up. It's a good old fashioned jump scare. Mm -hmm. Caroline opens the door. And he comes right in and he says, Caroline Forbes. And she says, Colin, how'd you know my name? She says, hey, uh, how do you remember me? He says, what the hell did you do to me? And then he collapses. And she says, well, I'm I'm not sure I know anymore. Yeah. I thought I cured your cancer, but it's pretty clear that's not correct. Yeah, it appears I did not do that. (laughs) We go to the next morning where Colin is passed out on the couch and Caroline is sitting with him when Stefan comes in. Mm -hmm. And she says, hey, my mom's still sleeping. Like, please don't wake her up. And Stefan says, what happened? And Caroline says, I don't know. Caroline said, that's why I called you. She says, he was fine when we left him at Duke, remember? He was running around and pain-free, scarfing down disgusting vending machine food. And Stefan says, well, he's clearly not fine right now. What, did Elena teach you those kind of powers of medical uh, (laughs) observation? Yeah, literally. Stefan says, I thought you compelled him to forget everything after you fed him your blood. How did he find you? And Caroline says, I don't know. And Stefan says, what if this blood isn't even his? And then he makes a realization. He's suddenly remembering things that got compelled away and he's covered in blood. So seems like vampire. So Stefan says, is there any chance your mom signed the house over to you? Because then he wouldn't have had to be invited in because Caroline's a vampire. Yeah, because I was like, but Caroline still didn't invite him in. I totally forget this rule. (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) Caroline says, I don't know, maybe she's been running around like crazy saying she needs to get her ducks in a row. So then Stefan quickly opens the curtains to let some sunlight on Colin and he burns a little bit and Stefan closes him and says, yeah, he's a vampire, which means after you fed him your blood, Caroline says, he died. Caroline's like, oh, shoot. Like, oh, brother. (laughs) We go over to Alaric's apartment where I guess Elena's staying because she's packing a bag. I guess she's house sitting, Kai sitting. Yeah, someone has to watch Kai, even though people don't pretty soon. Elena is looking for a calculator. Lord knows why, because she's going to a volunteer shift at the hospital where she famously cleans bedpans. What the fuck is the calculator for? What is she possibly calculating? She's like, well, if I get 10 bedpans done this hour and I move it 20 miles per hour. It's like, girl, just clean the fucking bedpans. Do your work. You're not a doctor. I feel like if we had started this day with someone telling you this, maybe you would get off your fucking high horse a little bit. She thinks she's on an episode of Grey's Anatomy and she thinks she is Meredith Grey and she's nothing of the sort. She's so low in the hospital totem pole, she would not even be a background actor on Grey's Anatomy because she wouldn't be there that often. They wouldn't let her in. Yeah. She finds, she sees the calculator. It's under Kai. She says, oh, of course, under the catatonic serial killer. Who brought the calculator into bed? Certainly not Rick. 
I feel like someone put the calculator in and be like, isn't this funny? Like, look, he's, he's calculating. He's calculating. <laughs> they forgot to move it. Yeah. That has Damon written all over it. <laughs> um, She puts the calculator in her bag. And then Damon comes in with food. And he says, hey, sandwich. She says, I can't. I'm late for my volunteer shift at the hospital. But she does take a bite of the sandwich. So now no one can have the sandwich. Awesome. Thanks. Damon notices her new daylight ring. He says, ooh, that's new. She says, yeah, Joe made me a new daylight ring. Do you like it? And he says, does it work? <laughs> He's right to ask this. You you have to stand him asking this because it's a fair question. Listen, I understand Alaric wants to support his girlfriend and I understand Elena likes Joe. You all need to be honest that the bitch is not good at magic. Let's all be serious. And I think, you know, we still have 30 days to a celestial event, quote unquote. Yeah, so we think. I think you know that if it doesn't seem like it's going to work now, it's not going to start working. Well, and it's one thing, like, if it seemed to be the chasm between Luke and Liv, Mm -hmm. it might be realistic to believe 30 days is enough. She can't do anything. She can't, like, set the right thing on fire. She can't hold a log up. She couldn't cloak three people for 10 minutes. Yeah. It's not happening. We all need to be a little bit more realistic about what to expect from people. She's better at many things than Kai. She's better at being a doctor because he would get distracted and start taking organs out. We all have our skills. Unfortunately, magic is not one of Joe's. Magic isn't hers. And I do think someone needs to say it because we need to stop putting all our hopes on this. Damon does need to tell everyone this because putting their hopes on Joe is pure delusion. And to be fair to Damon, he has tried to say this. Yes. People get so mad at him when he brings this up. Just have a little faith. And he's like, no, I like, I can have faith when it's, reasonable but i just think we all need to start being a little realistic and to Elena, he's like i get it you're not going to come around on this to elena it's like okay you need to come around on this yeah having faith is useless sorry hope breeds eternal misery or what is it i've never heard that saying but you believing that joe can win the merge will not make her win the merge that's not how this merge works obviously it's just not realistic elena takes you know offense to damon implying that joe is as weak as she truly is and so Elena says, I'm here, aren't I? And Damon says, yeah, inside in the shade. Yeah, he's like, I haven't like seen you walk in the sun yet. Elena says, look, I know everyone has their doubts about Joe's magic, but she has an entire month to get stronger and win the merge with Kai. So a little support wouldn't kill anybody. Support's great. She still needs to get better, which she's obviously not doing. I mean, like not for nothing. She didn't practice at all this episode. Yeah. I know she was at work, but like, wasn't Liv supposed to have her on a 30-day regimen and Liv's just like hanging out with Tyler all day? Yeah. If you guys really, really want this to happen, you need to act a little more serious about it. Yeah. Because at this point, one day of her not practicing is actually deeply detrimental because she's all it's already on the edge at best. Yeah. Assuming she has 30 days and she doesn't. Yeah. Damon says, you know, speaking of killing people, and then he goes up to Kai and he's like, oh, still counting sheep or whatever you psychopaths dream of. Elena says, look, Alaric's gone out of town to get some mystical thingamabob to give Joe an edge. Sure. Hope you got it. (laughs) Good job, Rick. See you next episode, I guess. (laughs) Elena says, and your job is to babysit Kai, not smother him with a pillow. And if he starts twitching or something, give him 50 milligrams of pentobarbital. Here's my question. Don't we have dungeons? Why is he loosely tucked in a bed? And it's very much like, if you guys don't want Kai to get out, don't put Damon in charge of watching him. Like, take a day off, Joe. Because... Damon is going to leave or he's going to choose to just kill him anyway, or he's going to let him go. I mean, none of you can be surprised by how the day goes. Yeah. Sorry. Damon says, you're cute when you're Dr. Lee. Ha ha. Okay. She said pento She didn't do much. Yeah. 
don't encourage her. She already thinks she's a doctor. It would be more appropriate to be she's cute when she's voluntarily. Yeah. Okay. Let's be serious. Let's be realistic. Let's pat that ego down. It doesn't need any help. He's like, oh, here's your badge. Like, don't forget this, whatever. And then he says, oh, you're not free tonight by any chance, are you? Because I know this Italian joint that has eggplant so good, you actually think you're eating people. That can't be. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm sure it's delicious, but you know. Look, I like eggplant, but there's no eggplant so good that it makes me think it's anything but eggplant. Yeah. It's eggplant. Elena says, and I happen to have a weird eggplant obsession. Since when? And I, I do feel like this had to be the time when the eggplant emoji was really popping off. I feel like this isn't accidental. I don't know what I'm supposed to take from that, but I just, I feel like I have to connect that. What's crazy, I've been, you know, re-watching Vampire Diaries as I do. And actually I was uh, indoctrinating a friend recently. So I was watching early season one episodes. In that, Stefan says chicken parmesan is one of Elena's favorite dishes. When did she make the switch to eggplant? Well, when she went to college, she wanted to be more mature. Because she realized chicken parmesan is just chicken parmesan. It's just a, a chicken nugget. It's just a chicken nugget with pizza sauce and cheese on it. Yeah. So she was like, well, I have to be a little fancier. Eggplant parmesan. Now that's elevated. Yeah. Now, now that's class. <laughs> Damon says, perfect. Elena says, great. And then Damon says, oh, and I'm thinking like maybe after we could go to the art house theater. They're playing some pretentious French flick. Elena laughs like it's the funniest thing she's ever heard in her life. She says, I don't speak French, Damon. It's like, well, do you have any, you know, culture? He's, you know, they put subtitles on it. Yeah. Can you read? He says, oh, not to see the movie, silly, to hide in the back and throw popcorn at hipsters. Just let other people enjoy the movie. <laughs> not to side with the hipsters. <laughs> and what an expensive way to dunk on hipsters. You have to watch the movie, too. Yeah. You still lose there. Exactly. <laughs> Elena says, wait, we've gone on this date already, haven't we? And Damon groans. <laughs> Damon's like, well, you're not supposed to fucking know that why do you remember it yeah do you remember us going on the date the no we didn't <laughs> she says damon that's cheating you already know everything about me he's not cheating he's just accessing the memories he has like so he wants to make a lovely night for you out of things he knows you like wow wow i'm so sorry he wants to take you on a date and happens to know about your eggplant obsession how dare he yeah but he says well cheating is erasing all of our epic memories and you got i gotta side with him on that Return of Epic, good use of it this time. <laughs> Thank you. Elena says, I'm serious. If we're going to do this, we can't just pick up where we left off because I don't remember where that is. So I guess we can because you wouldn't it's know. Like, then how would you fucking know what we're doing? And also, don't you think that Damon, having all these lovely, lovely memories with you that you don't have, wants to recreate some of those memories so you get to experience the joy that he remembers that you chose to forget? Because you also liked those memories. Yeah. At one point. I mean, this is just the start of her this week for me. She has me so annoyed. Oh, she has me pissed off this week. Which like, you know, I go in and out on Elena. This week, I'm like, I wish someone would slap her. Yeah, sometimes I'm like, oh, you know, she's going through her own thing. Like, I understand. Or like, she's selfish, but she has been through a lot of other things. But this week, it's like, girl, could you for one second not do what you're doing? Like, every single time she makes a decision, it's the annoying one. Like, could you find a single shred of empathy in your brain somewhere? I know a lurk didn't wipe that out. Damon says, I understand. Where would you like to start? And she says, at the beginning. She says, I'm off at six. You can pick me up then. And they're like, great. And then she goes. Damon's like, great. So we'll go to Sizzler. Happy with that? We'll start at the beginning. Great. We'll go to the decade dance. 
<laughs> since you want to play games. <laughs> we go over to Liv's dorm. As if this last scene wasn't groan-inducing enough, we now have to deal with a Liv and Tyler scene. And they're in bed, too. It's like, oh, it's even worse when you guys are talking and I have to, like, know that you're a couple now. Yeah. And whatever this bullshit is. So they're laying in bed. And Liv says, how about Atlantis or, like, the Sea of Tranquility? And Tyler says, on the moon? He doesn't know that. <laughs> she says, I hear it's nice there, very tranquil, ha, ha, ha. He says, no, I'm serious. Pick a real place. And she says, why are we talking about spending spring break anywhere other than this tiny bed, which we should leave at some point today? Because she knows she's going to be dead by spring break. Well, she knows, like, it's her birthday. So she's like, I'm definitely not making it to spring break. And she also know her, knows her dad's coming to dinner tonight. It's over. There's a knock at the door. And Tyler says, ignore that. But we hear Joshua's voice. And he says, Olivia, you home? And Tyler says, Olivia. I'm obsessed with Joshua doing, like, the shave and a haircut knock. <laughs> like... <laughs> I didn't even notice. It was very, I don't know if it was actually shaving a haircut, but it was like, do, 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 do. Like, it was very close to it. I did not notice that. Liv looks at her phone. She says, oh my God, he's early. And Tyler says, who? And then Joshua says, Olivia, it's your old man. Exposition. Yeah. She tosses Tyler a shirt and Tyler says, what's your dad doing here? And Liv says, he wants to take me and Luke out to dinner. Hide. And he hides behind the door. But girl, can't you invisiquate him? Isn't this y'all's whole thing? Just make him disappear. That is a good point. Why are you making him hide? <laughs> She's conserving her magic, maybe. Still. Can't be that much magic to invisiquay him for two minutes. If one invisiquay makes you lose the merge, you shouldn't be winning the merge. Yeah. <laughs> Liv goes to the door and says, hi, dad. I thought we were meeting later. And he says, well, we were. But I just wanted a couple extra minutes with my girl. You know, before you die. Yeah. <laughs> He hands her a gift and says, happy birthday. And she says, thanks. And Tyler looks like shocked. Yeah. We go over to the hospital. Joe's talking to a nurse. She says, I adjusted Miss Murphy's fentanyl. Keep an eye on her. Okay, doctor stuff. So she's busy. <laughs> and then she sees a dead plant sitting in the hallway of the hospital. What's that doing there? <laughs> Who brought that? Why is it on an empty cart? First of all, why is it out on a cart near anything else? Because not sanitary. But also... Clear out the dead plant from the hospital that's going to depress people. And I, I also, you know, whatever. This is a small thing to harp on. Why couldn't it be in like a patient's room? Or why couldn't it be in like the cafeteria, the snack bar, wherever you guys hang out on your break? A break room. Yeah, I don't really know. I mean, I know like she has to run into Elena, but Elena can run into her anywhere. Yeah. I guess they have to be somewhere where Stefan can walk in with Colin, but still. Still. Or like make it on like a nurse's desk at the nurse's station. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Many other places that would have made more sense for this plant to be. And I know we're harping on it a little harsh. But it's like, it was very like, what the fuck is that doing there? Like yeah. that took precedence in my mind when I saw it. Mm -hmm. So she tries to do a spell to, I assume, bring the plant back to life. Yeah, because it says like, plantus vivantus. Yeah, <laughs> plantus vivacious, like something <laughs> like that. Yes, that's what I could. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, so she wants to bring the plant to life. I mean, say what you wrote the Vampire Diaries. The word, spell words they use, they're like, mm, you get it. <laughs> Invisique, incendia. I mean, I think Invisique is a, a goofy one, but like the other ones seem pretty accurate to Latin. Not that I know anything about Latin, so I guess I don't know why I'm saying that. Sure, so, well, maybe that's why. Maybe it is like, I'm just noticing them as recognizable words, but maybe that's because most of our language is language rooted in Latin. Latin yeah. But I just, I'm just like, mm, I recognize that word. I think I look at them and I see something I recognize. I'm like, well, that must be Latin that means it. But I do think Invisique is kind of 
a little too silly for that to be true. No, I think it's fun. I like Invisiquay is my favorite. No, I like Invisiquay. It's my favorite, but it's like, it sounds less like a Latin word. Yeah, it sounds like a made up word. They said, well, we can't make it invisible. Invisible. That sounds stupid. Invisiquay sounds better. Invisiquay does sound better. The writers were right to pick Invisiquay. <laughs> Maybe it's just not Latin. I'm not fighting you on that. <laughs> Joe cannot bring this tiny, tiny plant back to life. So we know her magic is bad. So she has to understand what that means. Yeah. Elena approaches and says, should I call it? And Joe says, time of death, anybody's guess. She tosses the plant in the trash. And Elena says, well, in the magical wind column, I just walked across campus without bursting into flames. So there's that. She like flashes her daylight ring. So her daylight ring works. Joe's like, cool. Can you do some work? Can you go clean the bedpans, please? <laughs> Stefan walks in with Colin over his shoulder and says, I need help. We go over to like the room where they look at scans. I'm sure there's a term for it. Yeah, I don't know. Joe puts an MRI scan up. She says, I had Duke send over Colin's medical records. This head scan is from earlier this week. She puts up a second one and says, this one was taken right here 10 minutes ago. The second one has more red on it than the first one, significantly. I like the way they visualize this because I'm sure this isn't accurate yeah. at all. But they said, you guys all know red's bad. Yeah. <laughs> and in case you don't, she says, see all that red? And then Damon says, well, I'm no doctor, but that guy is screwed. And I said, you got me. I'm on, I'm on the same page with you guys. Yeah. Stefan says, so the blood didn't heal him. It sped up his cancer and killed him, which is something you guessed. I actually, so this was the first time I think ever that the biological justification has been correct. I know. This is pretty exciting for you. Yeah. Because you've been doing, you've been making scientific based guesses a long time and one paid off. But I said, I was like, this is the time it would make sense because we actually have a doctor here. Like we do need an actual explanation. We do need an actual reason why vampire blood would not cure cancer. Yeah. Joe says, so now I have a stage 10 cancer patient, which BTW doesn't exist, who is beyond terminally ill and a vampire, meaning all of his emotions are heightened and he can't die. This was something I brought up as like, so does this mean vampires can canonically die of cancer? It seems no, they can have cancer and it can keep getting worse, but they do have to kill themselves. Like they won't die from the cancer. Yes. Which is crazy. That is crazy. That would piss me off. Oh, I'd be pissed. Caroline and Liz come in and Damon says, hey, no offense, but can someone tell me why I was called down here to listen to the story of Colin the cancer vampire? And Liz says, because Caroline fed me her blood last night. So the same thing is going to happen to me. And he says, OK, I'm interested now. Thank you for clarifying. His interest peaked. I'll leave Kai alone unattended. <laughs> we go outside the hospital. Elena is just standing, looking dramatic into the horizon. And Stefan comes to her. Elena says, hey, any news? And he says, no, not yet. Um, it's a little outside of Joe's expertise. This is when Elena really starts to piss me the hell off. Yeah, this is the worst. I mean, this is the worst thing she does all episode, but she does some other bullshit. Yeah, it's the most egregious scene. Elena says, did you know Caroline was going to give her mom vampire blood? Stefan says, yeah, I was there when it healed Colin. Elena says, and then you left and he died. So it didn't heal him. It did the opposite. Well, we all know that now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, if I could have seen today... When I watched that, sure, I would think this way, but I didn't know what was happening. And if you'll remember, Vampire Blood famously doesn't have side effects. Yeah. We've never seen that before. We've never seen it happen before. And also, you know, not for nothing, Elena, you weren't there supporting Caroline. You weren't there figuring out what happened with her mom. What exactly were you doing last week? I can't even remember. I can't remember. And let's be serious. If Elena had been there supporting Caroline, which she would never do because she's a fucking bitch who only cares about herself, she would have told her to feed her mom vampire blood. 
Yeah, she would have believed it. She wouldn't have been like, mm, actually, let's wait and see. And no. also, you know, let's be so honest. Yeah, let's get into this. I mean, <laughs> roles reversed. I wouldn't even have to reverse the roles. Every time Jeremy has entered a lick of danger, she's fed him vampire blood and it's worked. Yeah. So if one of those times it didn't work, in what world is it appropriate for, let's say, Bonnie to go to Damon and say, why would you let her do that? Yeah. Because we know vampire blood heals things and that you didn't want your family member to die. Yeah. Her mom was given no options. Her mom was terminally yes. ill. There's no medical way to save her. If that will help you, you stupid little I want to be a doctor so bad head ass. So she tried something different that usually works. God fucking forbid she tried to save her mother. If you were underwater in that car with your parents and you could have tried to give them vampire blood, are you going to act like you wouldn't have? And also, it's not like she was trying this blindly. She did experiment on someone. Yeah. And based on what you know about vampire blood, you know it's either immediate or it might not work. You don't think it's going to backfire 12 hours later. That's never happened before. Why would you think it would? And also, like... She brought this up to her mom and her mom agreed to it. It's yeah. not like she forced anyone to do this. And Elena, let's not act like you give a shit about Liz. She's using Liz as a way to prove that she's like a good doctor. She has, she's not even done a year of pre-med. And I can't wait for her to prove how bad of a fake doctor she is later. Oh, we'll get there. Stefan says, well, Caroline had every reason to think it would work. Thank you, Stefan. Defending Caroline, I needed this from you, King. Thank you, King. Elena says, yeah, but you didn't, Stefan. Yeah, he did. Yeah, why did he not? She says, you're like, what, 165 years old? You've worked as a paramedic in hospitals? And he says, so that makes me an expert on supernatural cancer treatment? He's like, I worked as a paramedic. I wasn't dealing with cancer. That's not what paramedics deal with. He specifically hasn't. And again, she wouldn't know this because she didn't ask. But Stefan did voice his concerns about having never seen it. Yeah. But at the end of the day... He let Caroline make her own decision. Something that, by the way, Elena loves to do, make her own decisions. Yeah. But when Caroline does it, all of a sudden, it, it, we can all be judgmental. All of a sudden, Stefan should have made that decision for her. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Elena says, I just wish you'd done a little more research or waited like a day. Okay, Um. number one, we all wish that. Like, we all wish yeah. that we waited a day. Hindsight is twenty twenty. We didn't know that yesterday. Yeah. Like, now's not the time. I think we all wish we waited today. Number two, little miss, I burned my house down at this smallest inconvenience. Let's not talk about measured decisions. Not from you. Hey, Elena, I wish you had waited a day before you burned your house down. Oh, you didn't? Oh, guess there's nothing we can do about that hey, now. Elena, I wish you had waited a day before you fucked my brother. Let's go there. <laughs> hey, Elena, I wish you had waited a day before you erased your memories. Yes. Like, I mean, Elena. Let's be totally honest. Let's not be doing this. Like, I know I'm a Caroline stan, so I'm going to be behind her no matter what. But Elena, I need you to be serious. I know you're the main character of this show in theory, but in what world do you think you are better at anything on this earth than Caroline? And I all love, all love possible. All love Ode. <laughs> Stefan could say any number of those things we said, but mm -hmm. instead he takes, I think, as kind an approach as he can to Elena while still being harsh on her. Because he says, because you were thinking so rationally when Damon died, right? Got her ass. Mm -hmm. He says, her mother is terminal. You didn't see the hope in her eyes when she thought maybe her mother didn't have to die. And I didn't want to be the one to take that away from her. Don't you think Caroline is also sitting in there being like, why didn't I just wait a fucking day? Yeah. Don't you think all these things you're thinking she's also thinking? 
you're not giving anything productive that no one else is handling. You're like, wow, like you guys should have thought this through a little bit more now that I have the benefit of hindsight. And it's like, well, now we have the benefit of hindsight too. She's like, you know, for my one month volunteering at a hospital, I've learned about something called the scientific method. Fuck you. As though she's not giving vampire blood to like a shit ton of people in this hospital already. Let's be honest. Caroline approaches them. She says, um, Joe has an idea. Inside, Liz is in her hospital bed. Joe and Damon are looking from outside and Joe's explaining her plan to Damon. She says, medically speaking, this is our best option. If vampire blood an issue, then a full transfusion of human blood might stabilize your condition. Sure. Fair enough thought. Why not? Damon says, please sound less confident, Doc. She's like, what the fuck do you want me to do? Like, you guys brought, you guys keep bringing me shit and expecting me to fix it. And I'm supposed to be getting better at magic, by the way. Yeah. Joe says, we are in uncharted territory here. This isn't just a medical problem. It's a magical one. And Damon says, well, then you're uniquely qualified. Witch doctor and all. And she says, oh, now you believe in my magic. Gee, thanks. He didn't say that. He believes in your knowledge of magic. Yeah. Joe says, unfortunately, this goes beyond any witch ability I've ever heard of. But please, if you have a better plan, I'm all ears. She won't be all ears with the plan later. I don't blame her for it. Yeah, he's like, I'm working on something, but I don't really think I should share it. Yeah. We go out to the Whitmore Quad. Liv and Tyler are walking together. And Tyler says, why did you tell me your birthday was in two weeks? She says to avoid this exact conversation. Now, granted, we've been talking about their birthday since Thanksgiving. Yeah. So they've been like teeing it up. Yeah, you knew it was coming. Liv says, am I wearing too much eyeliner? Tyler says, if you and Luke are 22, that means you're old enough to merge. Don't you think they know that? Tyler, thank you so much for clarifying that for her. Liv says, that's why Luke and I are going to bust out our wonder twin powers of persuasion. I hate the wonder twin thing. Yeah. Why are we using that? I think this, I mean, whatever, not to get on my soapbox. No, get on it. About twins in pop culture. (laughs) But- I I hate most twins in pop culture because they reference being twins all the time. It comes up a goofy amount. No real life twin ever mentions being a twin that much. Yeah. I frequently have people surprised I'm a twin because I just say my sister said something because I'm not in rooms like, oh, my twin did this. What the fuck? Why would I say it like that? Anyway, Liv says, we're going to make dad think Joe's powerful enough to overpower Kai and Luke and I won't have to do the merge. So when you say that, you know you're lying to him. Yeah. And everybody laughed because in what world is that going to work? He knows Joe isn't powerful enough. He tried to murder her two weeks ago, specifically because he thought she wasn't powerful enough. And I hate to break it to you guys. I really, really do. He doesn't care that one of you is going to die. He's known this the whole time. He's all good with it. He participated in it. He's familiar. And don't get me wrong. Like He probably has an idea of who's going to die too. Like I'm sure he knew a while ago. He's the leader of the coven. You don't think he has some idea of who's going to win the merge? Yeah. Why do you think they bred you? Because he had the idea that Kai was going to win and he didn't want that. I don't know what persuasion you think you have. And even at this point when we've met Joshua for like 10 minutes, I could have told you that. So I don't really know what they're hoping for here. Luke approaches and he says, you're wearing too much makeup and he shouldn't be here, Tyler. Liv says he's not staying. And why are you wearing a tie? What do you mean? Why is he wearing a tie? It's a normal thing to wear. Yeah, he's going to lunch with his dad. Luke says, I'm about to ask the leader of the Gemini Coven to let us out of a centuries-old tradition. Kind of need him to take me seriously. I do, uh, you know, the centuries-old tradition does get rid of my long-held belief that they just made up this merge in the last couple generations. I really thought I was going to eat with that one. You tried your best. You really did. I thought that would have been funny, but... It would have been funny. (laughs) Tyler says, you should let me talk to him. 
does uh, he need recommendations on beef jerky? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, look, it's not going to work from Liv and Luke. It is certainly not going to work from Tyler. First of all, he doesn't know who you are. Second of all, there's no world in which he's going to respect you. Third of all, have you ever convinced anyone of anything ever? I was going to say. I I guess you could argue like when he convinced them to not be sired. But they already didn't want to be sired. Yeah. He thinks he's a little more capable than he is. And you would think that the absolute destruction of his ego by Klaus would have lasted a little longer. But no, he bounced back up. Liv says, that's a really bad idea. Promise me you'll stay out of it. And Tyler says, what happens if you don't convince him? Liv says, we will. They're a dream. And then we merge and I die, probably. Yeah. Like Tyler says, actually, no, here's what happens. You die. You and Luke merge. Luke wins. You die. And Liv says, do you trust me? He says, do I have a choice? And Luke's like, no, I like, yeah, I know you want me to die. Cool. Thanks for awesome. saying that, buddy. Thanks. Thanks for speaking Awesome. It. Liv says, don't worry. You're not going to lose me. She kisses him and her and Luke go. Uh, The good news is he won't lose her, actually. She's just going to let her brother die. Yeah, she's all good to let her brother die, as long as she doesn't have to. She said, fuck my gay brother. (laughs) (laughs) We go over to the hospital. Damon is in the waiting room. Elena approaches. And she says, hey. And he says, hey, the blood transfusions are stopping the cancer from eating her alive. Or hey, is there a sheriff-sized space available at the family crypt? Alina says, I don't know, Joe's still running tests to find that out, but she should be out in a minute. Well, it's also like you guys are all talking shit about how Caroline and Stefan didn't wait a day. Now you can't wait a day to see if this works. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. interesting. I guess it's different when you're being personally affected by something. Crazy how that works. Damon says, you know, I don't know if you remember this, but Liz and I are pretty close. I mean, as far as humans go, she's tolerable. And look, I love Damon, so I don't want to talk too much shit on Damon because I have much bigger targets this week. Yeah. He's making this a little bit about him. I'm not as mad at him about that because he is fairly close with Liz. He is a good friend with her. And I wouldn't be mad about it if he wasn't then so mean to Caroline. Yeah, because there's no point being mean to Caroline about this when Caroline is the most heavily affected by this besides Liz herself. So let's let's show her some grace. But I understand you're sad about this. I understand him being sad about it. And I'm I, I'm not turning this into a Damon hate party. I don't think Damon has a bad showing this week at all. But he has one bad scene. He's making this quite a little bit about him. Um, He gets it from Elena. Let's be honest. They both like to make things about them. They like themselves a little too much. Yeah, and that's okay. Confidence is important. Yeah. Elena says, I can see how much you care about her, but we all do. So if there's anything we can do to fix this, trust me, we will. See, Elena comes right back and makes it about her. She's like, I know you care about her, but like every, I think we all care about I think we all care about Liz. You know, I'm not going to make it a competition, but like I work in a hospital. So I kind of am like on top of this a little more than you are. I just know a little more. I just understand it in a different way. And then Joe approaches them and she looks upset. So you guys do the math. Yeah. We go over to the vending machine area. Caroline is putting quarters in a machine and Stefan approaches. He says, hi. Caroline says the coffee machine's broken. Seriously, what kind of hospital is this? If you can't fix a coffee machine, then how are you supposed to be able to fix people? I mean, yeah. Stefan says, are you sure you don't need some real food? There's probably a machine around here that vends O positive. Caroline says, we screwed up big time. Why did I feed her that blood? And Stefan says, you were trying to help. Finally, someone being there for Caroline the way she deserves all of her friends to be there for her. Thank you, Stefan. Mm-hmm. I needed a good showing from you. For once, he's carrying the weight of everyone else. You were losing them, Stefan. You didn't yeah. lose me, but you were losing them. <laughs> Caroline says, no, I was trying to fix something that I had no business trying to fix. That's like textbook definition of control freak from hell. And Stefan says, hey, you are an optimist. 
you want to believe that anything is possible. And that is exactly what your mom needs to hear right now. Okay. Well, it's like, of course you wanted to try to fix your mom dying of cancer. That's not a crazy thing to want to fix. You know, and this is exactly what Caroline needs to hear right now is just like, you did your best. Yeah. You couldn't have known this is how it was going to go. You were trying to save your mom. Because she's already spiraling. Yeah. And Stefan's trying to beat that, uh, but she's moving fast. Because if Stefan knows anything, it's a spiral. Yeah. He's like, oh, I recognize this. This is interesting when it's not me. This is going into shame. I get it, girl. Trust yeah. me. And this happens every day when I wake up. <laughs> they hear a scream and Caroline says, oh, that's from Colin's room. So they go. Colin is stabbing himself with metal pole. And Caroline closes the door and Colin says, why can't I die? Like, why can't I die? It's like, well, because you're using metal. Yeah. First of all, <laughs> do you know anything about vampires? <laughs> Stefan says, hey, calm down. It's okay. And Colin says, no, it's actually not okay because I'm in agony and I can hear my tumors growing. Yikes. Yeah, that sounds bad. Caroline says, we'll try to help, but like, please stop hurting yourself. And Colin says, you want to help me? Help me die. And then from behind, Damon pulls Colin's heart out and he dies. At first, I thought this was Stefan doing it. And I was like, wow, nice and decisive, Stefan. Good job. Not Stefan's gig. Plus, you know, this would upset Caroline. Yeah. Damon doesn't care, though. Caroline says... Why the hell did you just do that? Damon says, he made a wish. I granted it. And then he says, the blood transfusion didn't work. So you didn't just kill him, Blondie. Just, he asked to die. Do this. It's not her fault the blood transfusion didn't work. I mean, I've said it so many times. Sorry, she tried to save her mom. Yes. Mind you, and again, Damon is all upset about Liz dying. He didn't try anything. And I get that he had probably accepted. He's been immortal longer. He's accepted people will die. He probably accepted that she was just going to live out however much much time she had left without medical treatments. Yeah, because he also probably thought that that's what she would choose to do, which is kind of what she was choosing to do. He needs to take a minute and step back and realize he made friends with a bunch of teenagers. So Caroline's a lot younger than him. So she may not have the nuanced view of death that maybe you do. Your old ass age. Yeah, at your big age. You are almost 200 years old. You probably do have a more mature view on death than Caroline does. But also, it's her mom, and she's, for all intents and purposes, 19? Yeah. Give some people some credit. Don't let Elena rot your brain like this. Yeah. Stefan says, that's enough, Damon. And Caroline says, no, it's fine. He's just saying what everyone else is thinking, because it's also what she's thinking. I killed my mom. And she goes. It's like, did you feel good about that, Damon? Did that have the intended effect you wanted it to have? Yeah, are you, are you happy about that? Are you glad you made that point? Are you glad that you said that to Caroline? Are you glad that you helped her get to that conclusion that she was already at? Yeah. Make you feel big, make you feel strong. <laughs> I'm mad at him. This is the maddest I've been at him in like maybe the whole show. So now you know how it feels when Stefan does something. He's like, no, don't do it. Come on. <laughs> can't defend that. This pissed me off more than him killing Jeremy. Yeah. This was ruder, but because, uh, you know, in the grand scheme, yeah. Jeremy did come back to life. So, yeah. Anyway, Elena is looking into Liz's room. She calls Caroline, gets her voicemail. And Elena says, Caroline, where are you? Call me or better idea. Just come back. Well, Elena, you were a bitch to her, so she doesn't want to see you. Yeah. I know the bitch who was just complaining about how she didn't do enough research isn't calling. Yeah. How about you stay off the phone and do some fucking research? Since you love research so much. <laughs> Why don't you go volunteer? Aren't you at work? Why don't you do the job that you came here for? It's your shift. And also, not to herp, where's your uniform, girl? You're supposed to wear the polo. A drapey cardigan cannot be, like, allowed. That's getting in everything. We go over to Liz's room. Liz wakes up and Elena's there. And Elena says, hey, how are you feeling? 
And Liz says, like a human pincushion. Uh, so what's the verdict? Did the blood swap work? And Elena says, um, we're not sure yet. Joe is still doing some tests. And she didn't even try to make it believable. Yeah. Liz says, you know, you shouldn't lie to sick people, Elena. It's bad karma. Liz is like, I think you forget that I'm a sheriff. And I lead a lot of big cover-ups and lies for this town. So I can spot them on the other end. And Elena, you want to be a doctor so bad? This is part of Bedside Manor is telling yeah. people bad news. Yeah. Elena says they thought it would slow down the cancer cells from replicating, but it didn't work. I'm sorry. Liz says, how's Caroline? And Elena says, good. She just ran out to get some food. Liz says, Elena. She says, what did I just fucking say about lying, you little bitch? Elena says she just took off and now I can't find her and I can't get a hold of her. And Liz says she's not going to forgive herself for this, is she? Which is heartbreaking because Liz does know that she made this decision too. Well, yeah. And Liz knows how Caroline will react to this. That is like a very Caroline reaction of like, I did this. I ruined everybody's life by trying to fix things. And it's like, that's not what happened. Yeah. Elena says, hey, I'll make sure we find her. I promise. And Liz says, thank you. Hey, don't worry. I haven't already made her think that no one's going to forgive her for this. Yeah. Then we go over to a flower shop. Caroline is looking around and Stefan has found her there. And she says, oh, good, you're here. I actually need a second opinion. I kind of like this because some flowers are her favorite flower, but at the same time, I was also thinking maybe they're a little too over-the-top cheerful for memorial service. So this was the second option because roses are classic, right? Especially this shade of pink. Obviously, I would change out the vase, but so it's very sad. You can tell she's like now started making arrangements for her mom's funeral. Yeah, because she's trying to control something and that's something she can control. And she looks at Stefan and says, if you're thinking of saying something to make me feel better, don't. I don't deserve to feel better. And he says, I wasn't. But she does deserve to feel better. Yeah. But he knows that that's not what she wants to hear right now. So yeah, he's not going to say it. She says, good. And he says, I was actually thinking, you know, you have far more important things to do than plan a memorial service for your mother, who's still alive, by the way. And Caroline says, yeah, but all of this like still needs to get done, right? She's not going to want to live out the rest of her life as a vampire in excruciating pain. So I should do something I'm good at instead of making everything worse. Which arrangement? She's like, obviously, I'm not good at healing people. I'm not good at helping. I'm not good at like actually solving this problem but what i can do is plan a funeral she's like i've proven that i should not be in charge of that i fucked up enough already i'm not gonna make it worse i'm just gonna do one thing i know i'm good at and it will make everybody feel better when it's done and then she also feels like she's helping in some way Mm -hmm. if she gets the flowers right everyone will be like oh good she did what she's good at yeah it's sad stefan says caroline you took a risk it didn't pay off but you did it out of love You made your mother sicker. Okay. But what are you going to do now? Just bury your head in the sand? And she says, I just, I don't know what to say to her. And Stefan says, you don't have to say anything to her. Just sit with her. And Caroline says, I can't even face her. Especially because like, it's so sad because Liz obviously understands this. Like Liz is not mad at her for this. Yeah. And it's hard because at first Liz didn't want to have vampire blood. So it's easy for Caroline to be like, I convinced my mom to do something she didn't even want to do. And now she's dying because of it. It's like she signed up for this. She chose to do this. It's not like you gave her the blood against her will, which frankly I would have done. Yeah. So I would have been worse. Yeah, exactly. So, like she agreed to it. She wanted to stay around for you. And like now you have to stay around for her. Stefan says, look, when I was young, my mom got really sick. And instead of spending time with her, I did everything I could to avoid her. Like picking out her favorite flowers or walking into town to get the tea she liked. And I pretended like I was doing it for her, but I wasn't. I was just afraid to see her like that. And then my dad, he sent her away and she died. I would give anything to have one more day with her. I think he might. What makes you say that? 
Well, he, why is he talking so much about his mom? I mean, I guess I know it's Caroline's, Caroline's mom. Caroline's mom is relates, dying. But yeah, he's just relating. It's just interesting. Because he also, you know, he also went through the death of his mother, and now he's trying to help his friend who's going through the yeah. death of her mother. Yeah, and that's that's definitely true, but I just have to raise it. Okay. I think you have made an assumption, and you're now backing everything into that assumption. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Caroline says, what if she can't forgive me? And Stefan says she doesn't think there's anything to forgive. She just wants you to be with her. And that's really sweet. A happy Sterline scene. And then at the end, we are rewarded with them holding hands. <laughs> and then they go. Good job, Stefan. Said just what he had to say. Stefan having a great showing this week. He's really being there for Caroline, really making up for the transgressions of earlier this season. Mm-hmm. We go over to Skullburg. Guess there's no other restaurants in town. Yeah, this is where they're having their fancy dinner with their dad that required a tie. Interesting. Yeah, Skullburg. You must get a really good discount here, huh, Liv? Joshua says, you're refusing to merge. And Luke says, we want to consider other options. Joshua's like, are you guys fucking serious? Joshua says, well, the thing is, there are no other options. Because if a set of twins doesn't merge, then the Gemini bloodline will cease to exist upon my death. That means the entire coven will die. Is that what you want? So essentially what he's implying is if there's not a merge, there's not a new leader. So then when Joshua dies as the leader of the coven, the rest of the coven will die. Mind you, including these two. Yeah. Just seems like at a certain point, you guys got to give it up. Someone's going to die. I understand not wanting to do the merge, but it seems like, okay, if you do the merge, one of you dies. If you don't do the merge, either Kai kills both of you or you die with the rest of the coven. Like, I mean, not for nothing, you're mortal. So you're all going to die someday anyway. And like, I do think probably, this is what I think is interesting. The thing we learned about the Gemini Coven early is that they can talk to their ancestors on the other side. That obviously hasn't been addressed again. It was clearly like something to like connect us to them to get them in. So obviously I don't think they thought of it differently. But I think there could be a real interesting exploration here of every other former pair of twins that merged could communicate if they could talk to their relatives on the other side. And I yeah. think there could be something really interesting in Liv and Luke realizing they don't get that. And that's why the merge is more hurtful to them. But we don't really get there. Yeah. Luke wants to protect Liv because he doesn't want Liv to have to die. Liv wants to protect herself. She's pissing me off. And so it seems like the options are like, you guys merge and one of you dies, probably Liv. You guys don't merge and you wait a while. But like, let's say you wait until your dad is in bad health. And then you merge and still one of you dies. Or you don't merge. You make Joe merge and then Kai wins and then you all get killed immediately. So it seems like regardless, one or both of you will die. So let's just kind of pick one. Sorry, Liv, it's you. Yeah, regardless, at least one of you is going to die. Yeah. Again, we've said this before. They've known this merge was coming. Liv not preparing for it is really not something that like I can feel bad for. I mean, I obviously feel bad they're in this covenant in this situation. But it kind of is what it is at this point. I'm not going to feel bad that you like don't get to be with Tyler as long. Like it's Tyler. I'm more sad about Luke's radiologist boyfriend. Yeah, I really don't want to be a bitch because I do like it's not that I'm a Tyler hater. But like if that's the one thing I have to live for is Tyler Lockwood. If if that's my one thing, I, I don't know if I'm given the situation where like my twin sister gets to live or I get to live just to date Tyler Lockwood. I'm picking that my twin sister gets to live. Well, I just think if it were us and we raised our whole life, knowing we have to merge, I think we would both be like, let's just get as strong as we both can and whatever happens, happens. Oh, see, I think given our personalities, because Grace has always been the more extroverted twin and I've always been the more introverted, 
introverted twin, I think I'd assume you'd win the merge. And I just kind of let that happen and be like, you know what? She'll practice. I'll have a good 22 years. That's kind of how I think I'd approach it. Interesting. Because I'd be like, oh, let's just both get as strong as we can. So then I would be strong enough to win. (laughs) Yeah. I think I'd kind of throw it a little bit. (laughs) Wow. You're so live. Just kidding. Liv didn't even get strong. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> you got to pick one. I feel like we kind of like giggle the whole way through it. <laughs> like, I think I would be like, you know what? I'll love one of us is going to die. Might as well be me. I'm going to have a nice fun time yeah. until 22. Rack up all my credit cards. Yeah. And then you can be responsible for that debt after because you're magical. So you can magically make it go away, I yeah. assume. Because I've merged all your traits, including your credit score. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And we trace and your credit score goes down to like 500 because mine was so low. With like, the hey. <laughs> I think that's realistically what I do because I'd be like, well, Grace is a better leader than me. We'll never know. We're uniquely qualified to talk about the merge as a set of twins. Yeah, exactly. Even though we're not witches. Luke says, of course, we don't want the entire coven to die, but you're in perfect health. I is on ice. We have time to figure this out. Joshua says, there's nothing to figure out. This is what you were born to do. Yeah, Joshua's like, why would we, like, do something else? I'm sure he's also like, why haven't you guys killed Kai if he's on ice? Liv says, no, Dad. This is why Kai and Joe were born. We were just the backup plan you bred because you thought your first batch had a design flaw. Two things here. One, the first batch did have a design flaw. Two, that is why you were born then, to be the backup plan. So he's right. This is why you were born. This is literally why you were born. It was also why Joe and Kai were born, sure. But, like... That doesn't mean you weren't born for this reason. Yeah. Joshua says, Kai is a psychopath, an extremely dangerous one. Liv says, Joe can do this. She can win. All we're asking is you give her a chance. Joshua doesn't even touch that comment. Because he's like, there's no way she's going to win. So why would I bother with that? He's like, this sounds so fucking stupid. And Joshua says, I'm not asking you to do anything I haven't done myself. And I do think Joshua, unfortunately, has a leg to stand on here. He's not telling them to do something that he's never done. He merged. He did it. He's like, sorry, this is part of who we are. Liv says, that's easy for you to say. You merged with your twin brother and you won. You didn't drop dead. Um, I would say that it's hard to say that because that's the hard one. I think it's easier to be the one who dies. You don't have to feel the guilt of it. Exactly. Joshua says, it doesn't work like that and you know it. One will absorb traits from the other. Both of your souls will unite into a new being. And honestly, maybe I'm just gullible. If I believed that, I would be like, the merge is going to be so fun. We'll just unite into one being. It'll just be me and my sister forever. I'd be talking in my head all day. Yeah. I do that anyway, but I do it more. I know. Can you imagine? Luke says, who looks exactly like me, the new being? Yeah. Uh, Confident much? (laughs) He says, yeah, I know I'm stronger than Liv. So that means I will win if we merge. You can put whatever poetic spin you want on it, but I will be killing my own sister. I can't do that to her. Josh was like, I don't really care that you guys know that, like, which one of you is going to win. Yeah. Like, it, it's irrelevant. Like, I know I have a suspicion of which one of you is going to win, and I don't really care who it is anyway. And also, I find this to be a rude thing to say to their father. They're like, well, I can't do that to my sibling. Do you not think he was tortured when he had to do this to his brother? Yeah. Have a little fucking empathy. For your father who did this. And for Kai and Joe who you want to do this. That's the thing is they are ignoring the empathy for Joe because they're like, well, maybe Joe can win. You guys know she can't. Yeah. You know that she can't. Especially Luke knows we see later. There are a number of problems they can have with the merge about the ethics of killing their sibling. Mm -hmm. They don't present any of those arguments. 
their argument is not the merge shouldn't happen. It's we shouldn't have to do it. Yeah, it's we shouldn't have to die. Someone else should. It's not a fair argument. We go over to Rick's apartment. Tyler is there unplugging Kai, like taking out his IV. It's like, oh, you fucking idiot. (laughs) It's like, okay, well, (laughs) here comes Tyler doing something dumb again. Damon enters because he is on babysitting Kai duty. It's a good timing. Damon says, bad timing, Lockwood. I'm in a mood. What the hell are you doing? Uh, He grabs Tyler and chokes him and says, I'll make it easy on you and give you multiple choice. A, I'm being an idiot. B, I have anger issues and I'm a puny human now and I have to pick on people while they sleep. Or C, A and B are both correct. Tyler breaks loose of getting choked and says, Liv's dad is in town. She's trying to convince him to let Joe and Kai do the merge. And Damon says, oh, so you just thought you'd come and grab Kai as a failsafe in case Papa Parker says no to Liv and Luke. You just turn him loose and he merges with Joe anyway. And then he says, you know, while I appreciate your efforts, he's a psycho freak magic siphon. I'm not going to just let you walk out with him. And then he makes a realization. He says, oh, wait, siphon. And then he says, I could kiss you right now, you beautiful moron. And Tyler says, what? Tyler says, I thought you were mad at me. <laughs> Damon quickly grabs Tyler and injects him with pempoberbitrol. Pempoberbitrol? Pentoberbitrol. With pentoberbitrol. Did you say pempo? I don't know. No, I think you did. I think you said pempoberbitrol. Is that not what it is? No, it's pento. pento. <laughs> Damon injects Tyler with pentoberbitrol. Might be berbitol, but I don't want to get it. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> the pempo was funnier. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> Tyler quickly passes out and Damon says, wow, that stuff works really well. Medicine King. Yeah, he's like, wow. He said modern medicine. He's like, they've really gone pretty far with this. Damon says, nighty night, that should keep you down for an hour. We go over to Skullbar. Liv gets a call from Tyler, uh, well, from Tyler's phone. And she answers it and says, not a good time. But Damon's actually on the phone. And he says, sorry to hear that, Twinderella, big pitch going south. And she says, where's Tyler? Damon says, good news. Your boyfriend and I, I think we've come up with a a solution. You know, it's a bit of a Hail Mary, but I think everybody gets what they need. I just have to ask Papa Parker one question. So do you mind putting him on? Now, girl, you might as well ask what the fucking plan is. Because he does say everybody gets what they need. He doesn't say everybody gets what they want. Yeah, that's that's specific. And really... Let's not let him work with your dad because you know that he doesn't care if you two live. You know that he's going to pick Joe over the two of you every time. Yeah. Liv says, I want to talk to Tyler. And Damon says he's out at the moment because he's knocked out. Yeah. So Liv gives the phone to Joshua. Girl, hang up. Yeah. (laughs) Joshua takes it and says, yes. Because she doesn't say like, it's for you. She doesn't say anything. He's like, what was, first of all, Liv, it was really rude to talk on the phone at the table. So I'm going to hang up. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Damon says, hello, sir. Damon Salvatore here. We had Thanksgiving together. Anyway, I've been sitting here Googling celestial events happening today, and I was just curious, would a Mercury-Venus conjunction give you enough juice to do a little Gemini merge party? And Joshua says, why? Damon says, I'm going to take that evasive answer as a yes. Damon says, okay, so that's a yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he says, so here's the sitch. I'm going to need you to use that planet party to merge your set of blonde twins ASAP because, well, unfortunately, your formerly comatose son is going to be on the loose and hell-bent on beating you to the punch. This is the right call. I'm sorry. Yeah. No one wants Luke and Liv to merge, but no one wants to kill Kai. Someone needs, something's got to give. One of those things has to change. Now that Kai has shown to be a little useful today, I guess we'll pick them for now. And also because he knows Joshua's here. And he knows that Joshua is not going to let them not merge. So he's like, okay, you take care of it. You'll want it anyway. So who cares? He knows Joshua wants Luke and Liv to merge way more than he wants Kai and Joe to merge. And while Kai's on ice, he really has no reason to force Luke and Liv to merge except to get the tradition over with. But obviously yeah. they're fighting him on that. But now Joshua's like, mm, this is kind of what I need done anyway. 
We go back over to Rick's apartment. Kai stirs, and Damon says, rise and shine, you little weasel. Kai tries to move his hand to do a little spell, and Damon says, trying to pop a blood vessel in my brain? Sorry, not gonna work. Looks like all that magic you sucked up drained away while you were asleep, which is good for me. Don't worry, I know we can get more. And Kai says, you really think I'm gonna trust you? Damon says, no, and I'm not gonna trust you. I just happen to need a magic siphon, and you're the only game in town. And Kai says, yes, I am. Kai said, you got me there. And then Kai spots Tyler on the ground and says, hi. And then he gets up and says, let's discuss my fee. Because of course he's not going to do anything for free. Have you met him? Which he knew. I mean, Damon doesn't even want him to do anything for free. Yeah, Damon doesn't care. He's like, if we get doing what we're doing, it's fine. Yeah. We go over to the hospital in Liz's room. Kai is washing his hands. He's scrubbing up, as they say. Scrubbing in. What? Scrubbing in. (laughs) (laughs) Tomato, tomato. (laughs) I didn't watch all of Grey's Anatomy, just some. I didn't watch any. Okay. Do you want a prize? Did we invite Pella Dean? You know, as I said, scrubbing up, it didn't really sound right. But I just went with it. you like, mm, maybe. <laughs> I know it's scrubbing. Yeah, that's the most important word. Anyway, Kai says, I need a 12-gauge needle. Stat. I don't know what I'm going to do with it, but I need it. He's giggling. Elena says, you're not a doctor, so stop playing games. Girl, you're not a doctor either, bitch. You're barely even a pre-med student. Elena says, because I am a vampire, and I will rip your head off if you screw this up. You won't, because... He will screw it up and you'll just let him leave. Yeah. Damon says, yeah, what she said. Uh, He says, do your stupid little magic suction trick and suck the magic out of her. And Kai says, I get what you two see in each other. It's very dysfunctional. See what I did? I put the fun in dysfunctional. He's laughing. He's got their asses on that one. Yeah, because he's been asleep for a couple of days. He's like, I got some bits to do. You guys are really fun to mess with. You guys take everything so seriously. It really affects you, especially when I comment on your relationship. There's something happening with you two. I'm curious about it for sure. Yeah. Liz says, just get on with it, Kai. Listening to you talk makes me want to die. Liz says, I have no patience for this, okay? Kai says, oh, that's good. And then he touches Liz and he siphons. We see his hand glow red. Damon says, is it working? And Elena says, no idea. It's glowing red. It's working. Then Joe comes in. (laughs) She's pissed. Someone should have given her a heads up. Like, hey, just... Even if you don't want to tell her Kai is here, which I get why you wouldn't want to. I think someone should have just kept her out of this room. Honestly. Yes, I think at the she didn't need to see him. It would have been nice if someone said, by the way, we're, we're bringing in Kai. He's a magic siphon. Mm-hmm. I think if they had told her, she would have stopped them. Yeah. And so I think they really should have just kept it. Like, Elena shouldn't be here. She should be keeping Joe somewhere else in the hospital while this is happening. Exactly. Sorry, not everybody gets to pick their top choices for any plan, okay? Not everybody gets to know every plan that's happening. And sometimes we need someone who's not afraid to make some unpopular choices for realistically the best case scenario plan. Thank you, Damon, for doing that as you usually do. Exactly. Joe says, what's going on? What is is he doing here? Kai says, hey, sis, a little busy. Be with you in a jiffy. Joe says, Elena. Elena says, I'm going to let Damon explain it. Yeah. She said, "Mm, no, you can yell at him. And so Damon and Joe go and Elena turns Kai and she says, I'm staying with you. He's like, okay. He's shaking in his boots. Yeah, Elena, he's not scared of you. Yeah. In another room, Joe and Damon are talking. And Joe says, have you actually lost your mind? And Damon says, listen, you told me Liz was going to die in eight hours if the magic kept doing its thing. He steals magic. You made it through med school. I figured you'd know where I was going with this. And she says, if you think Kai is doing this out of the goodness of his heart, I can assure you, he doesn't have one. First of all, he doesn't think that. He's like, I never said I thought that. I know him pretty well at this point. I know he's not doing this just to be nice. I think Joe also knows that Damon knows this. So she says, what's the price? And Damon says, well, he wants to merge tonight. But in Damon's mind, he's like, that was easy. 
because I have another merge set up anyway. Yeah. In Liz's room, Kai continues to siphon. And then he says, there, all done. And Elena says, hey, Sheriff, how you feeling? Okay. Liz says, yeah, I think so. And then the heart monitor starts beeping. And Mm. Elena says, oh, my God, I think she's having a heart attack. And Kai says, that is so tragic. You know, because you guys jumped through so many hoops to get the magic out of her system. Then her ticker is not strong enough to take a little siphon, which clearly he knew was a possibility. But but why would he tell him that? Yeah, he doesn't care. He gets magic. Also, if she has a heart attack, she's in the hospital. There's really no better place to have a heart attack if, you know, there's anyone in your room besides Lena who would tell anyone. But that's a whole nother Yeah, thing. if there's a doctor who someone would call yeah, and not a first year pre-med student. Yeah. Elena says, Kai, you have to fix this. Number one, what's he going to do? Uh, number two, he disappears. Yeah. Number two, he's already gone. Yeah. <laughs> Before she even finished that sentence, he was gone. Yeah. He quaid his ass. In the other room, Joe says to Damon, I can't merge tonight. I'm not ready. And Damon says, yeah, you almost burned my house down. You think I don't know that? Luckily for you, it's all been taken care of. And she says, Damon, what the hell did you do? Now, girl, I think you know. Yeah. He fixed the situation so you don't have to die. You're welcome. Damon's neck snaps and Kai appears. So he did that. Uh, Kai says, magical neck snap never gets old. Isn't this the part where you start running? And Joe says, I've spent my entire life running from you. I'm not running anymore. Also, he'd catch you so fast. Yeah. And also, you haven't spent your entire life running. He spent most of your life in prison. You didn't have to run until about three days ago. Yeah. Kai takes her hand and they go. We go outside Skullbar into like an alleyway. Joshua looks at the moon, and I guess Mercury and Venus, which are, you know, conjunctioning. Conjoining. Whatever you want to call it. (laughs) (laughs) Liv and Luke come out. They are so stupid in this whole scene. He could not more clearly be setting this up. He brought you into a back alley, and he's looking at the sky. He's merging your asses. Yeah. Liv says, what are you doing out here? Joshua says, just thinking about how proud I am of you and your brother. That's something you say right before one of them dies. Literally. He says, you know, you built a good life for yourselves here. And Luke says, does that mean you'll think about what we asked? And Joshua says, of course I'll think about it. He's like, I did think about it. And I've come to my decision. Yeah, I'm thinking about it right now. I'm thinking about how stupid that question is. Think about how obnoxious it is that you guys think that's even a choice. And then he says, you know, we share a history, a bloodline. Guys. He said bloodline. And then... He holds out his hands. Now, this is the smoking gun. Come on. I I was like, don't you both grab his hands at the same time? Are you fucking idiots? He says, we're in this together. Then they grab his hands like dumb fucks. And then he starts the merge spell. (laughs) He's not wasting any time. He's like, look, I'm merging you two. I don't give a shit. It's over. And again, they know. They've been told time and time again. They've said time and time again. Their dad values the coven over family. What exactly did you think he was going to do? Did you think after this one dinner where you're like, hey, we don't want to die, actually. He was like, interesting, interesting. I'm going to change my entire belief system. Yeah. Luke says, you're merging us. <laughs> and Joshua says, Kai has been released. He's going after Joe. I can't let him get to her. And Liv says, dad, stop. And Luke says, I'm going to kill her. She's not strong enough, dad. And Joshua says, sorry, there's no other option. Joshua's like, I know what's about to happen. I made my peace with it. And then here comes Tyler. <laughs> So Tyler appears and pushes Joshua off of them and says, she said no. And then he punches Joshua like too, too many times. Yeah. And Liv says, Tyler, stop. And she pulls Tyler away. Joshua is knocked out. At first I was like, I, I was like, did he kill him? <laughs> if he killed him, that would be crazy. Yeah, but no. Tyler says he was going to kill you. No, he was going to merge them. Yeah. 
Let's use the right terms. Which would lead to Liv's death, but that's really Liv's fault. Yeah. Liv says, I'm fine. We're fine. And then Luke starts to go somewhere. And Liv says, where are you going? And Luke says, do you trust me? And Liv says, where are you going? And Luke says, I'll be back soon. I promise. Girl, where the fuck do you think he's going? Be so fucking for real. You know Kai is out. I mean, what, do you think he's going to go see his radiologist? And you know your dad just attempted to merge you both. Don't you think that Kai is somewhere trying to merge with Joe? I know Luke is stronger than you. I didn't know he was this much smarter than you as well. She's just being dumb here. I don't know if she's stupid or selfish or both. It's just like, what the fuck? I guess perhaps she's like traumatized by like maybe she was about to die right then. But like, you're going to let your brother be alone after this happened? Like that just seems... Just after it seemed like you were going to die, don't you want to be with your brother and like celebrate the fact that you're not dead yet? Stick together? But no, you want to hang out with Tyler and let your brother go sacrifice himself for you, even though you'd never in a million years do that for anyone, apparently. (laughs) Okay. Liv hugs Tyler. Yawn. We go over to like the quad or something. Kai brings Joe to like a clearing and they look up at the planets. And Kai says, look at all those pretty planets, all twinkly and bright. Josette, you would not believe how sick I am of eclipses. Joe says, let's just get this over with. Joe's like, we don't really need to have a whole conversation. Yeah. Kai says, you know, if you think I didn't spend the last 18 years of solitary thinking about how you screwed me over last time, you're wrong. So if this is just another setup, I'll rip something out more important than a spleen, like a tongue or a heart. So any closing remarks? And she says, you're a parasite. Okay. He doesn't care. He said, cool. Can we merge now? She said, you killed the people I loved. You shoved a hunting knife in my gut. You destroyed my life. Now I'm going to destroy yours. She won't. First of all, Kai doesn't take any of this seriously because he doesn't take anything anyone says seriously. Yeah. But especially this, he's like, I know other people are telling you you might win the merge. But Joe, it's just funny you're even trying to say that. You can't really believe that, right? Yeah. (laughs) Kai says, I guess we'll see, won't we? And he cuts her hand and then they hold hands and they start the merge spell. They both say it. There's wind starting. Classic spell behavior. Yeah. But then uh, Joe like falls down and lets go, which stops the merge. And then Luke approaches and Kai says, what the hell did you just do? Luke says, I just gave my big sister a little magic knock on the head. Don't worry. She'll be fine. You're going to merge with me. Kai laughs. Because that doesn't make any sense. (laughs) And you know what? Also, Kai's like, if I'm going to merge with you, I might as well like knock your confidence down. I want to psych you out. Yeah. He laughs and grabs Luke's face and says, you want to merge with me? I hate to break it to you, little bro, but we're not twins. That's not how this is supposed to work. And Luke says, well, that's true. But we share the same parents, the same bloodline, and thanks to your time out in the magic penalty box, we're the same age. Sure. Sure. Luke says, so it's definitely a Hail Mary, and maybe it won't work, but I'd do anything to save my sister's life, even though she seems to not give a fuck if I live or die. Even though she's just a selfish bitch. Luke cuts his hand and says, so we're going to give it the old college try. And Kai says, thanks, but I'm going to pass. Because Kai's like, I actually want to kill Joe. Killing Joe will be easy. And to be fair, he didn't absorb a ton of magic. He got like some vampire. He does want to merge with someone who he feels confident he can beat because of the options, Luke is the most likely to beat him. And he didn't really think Luke was gonna merge with him. So he, I think, knows that Luke is like the one who could potentially win. Yeah. So he doesn't want to merge with Luke if he doesn't have to. But like, he kind of has not had Luke on his radar, really. Yeah, he hasn't really thought about it a lot. Luke does a spell to magically pull Kai to him and says, what's wrong? You afraid to play chicken with someone who might actually beat you? And Kai grabs his hands and says, okay, fine, it's your funeral. Unfortunately, it is. 
Yeah, unfortunately, Kai is right. We go back over to the hospital. Elena is giving Liz CPR and saying, stay with me. Didn't call a doctor. Yeah, and first of all, she's not even giving CPR correctly. She's like irregularly pounding on her chest. What have you learned? Yeah, she's in her doctor fantasy. And Damon comes in and says, what happened? And Elena says, it's her heart. I'm losing her, Damon. And Damon says, no offense, but I think we need to get a real doctor. Yeah, he's like, what were you doing in here? Elena says, okay, so find one. Why didn't you? Yeah, why didn't you yell for a doctor? We go out to the quad. Kai and Luke are doing the merge spell. It's windy. It seems to be, they seem to be like, you know, progressing with the merge. Joe comes to from her little knockout and she sees what's happening. She says, oh, Luke, no. But he doesn't listen. Both Kai and Luke like open their eyes and their eyes are white. So something's happening. (laughs) The spell ends and they both fall like back onto their backs. Joe says no. She goes to Luke and she says, come on, Luke, wake up. And at this point, Luke looks unconscious, but he doesn't quite look dead. Yeah. And Kai also looks the same. We don't see his face, but they both look unconscious. But we can't hear anything from Kai, so he's got to be knocked out. Yeah, because if he was awake, he'd be chit-chatting. We go back to the hospital. A doctor comes in and says, how long has she been down? And Damon says, what does that mean? Elena says, I don't know, maybe a minute? Feels like an hour. And so the guy's like, get out of my way. It is such an embarrassing showing for Elena because it's like, so you are really bad at this. Yeah. Interesting. When it doesn't involve vampire blood. Yeah. The doctor takes out the defibrillator. <laughs> I hate saying it. I tried to say it confidently because I don't know where the R's are. Yeah. You guys know what it is. It's the yeah. thing where he says clear. So he does one like clear, shock. And then there's like a kind of glowy Forbes house thing. It's definitely like the way to heaven. It's looking like death. Liz is packing a suitcase. In it, she puts a pair of baby shoes, never worn. <laughs> there's another shock. Mm-hmm. She puts a baby picture of Caroline in and she says, Caroline... There's another shock. And then the heart monitor flatlines. And in the like glowy area, Liz looks at a picture of her and Caroline from graduation. She's packing it and she closes the suitcase. And Liz says, honey, I'm leaving. You want to say goodbye? We go back to the hospital. There's another shock and the flatline continues. Yeah. And Caroline's not in the room. Yeah. It's looking bad. It's looking very bad. The doctor is clearly upset. Elena is crying, but the doctor is like not doing any more shock. Yeah, he's like, okay, well, that's that. Damon says, no, I compelled you to save her. Unless you want me to gouge your eyes out, I suggest you keep working. The doctor says, I've done all I can do. She's gone. I'm sorry. Damon compels him and says, get out of here and forget you're a total failure. He goes, okay. (laughs) He says, great. And then he left that room more confident confident than he's been his whole life. I know. My imposter syndrome went away. Yeah. (laughs) Because he forgot he's a total failure. Yeah. Elena says, no, I will not let this happen. And she goes back to her irregular chest compressions. It's like, oh, Elena, what are you going to do? Try to give her vampire blood? Isn't it interesting how sometimes you want to save someone and you can do everything right and it's still not enough? Isn't that crazy how that works? I wonder if that's ever happened to anyone else. Isn't it crazy how, like, you know, you can do things that you know to be correct to save someone's life and they can still die through no fault of your own? And it's crazy. You know, you would think that if you wanted to be a doctor, you would have considered that possibility already. That you couldn't save everyone. Especially given, you know, your life. But who am I? Damon says, hey, she is gone. (laughs) Elena keeps going. She says, come on, come on. And then Caroline and Stefan return. And Caroline sees what looks to be her dead mother. Yeah. And says, no, 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 mom, mommy, please don't leave me. Please don't leave me. And Stefan is upset because he's like, oh, fuck, I couldn't get her back fast enough. And I'm crying. I'm, oh, I'm Obviously. crying. I'm pooping out tears to make sure Stephanie thinks this is really the end of Liz Forbes. Yeah. 
but I didn't really need to do that because Stephanie was doing that on her own. She wasn't even looking yeah. at me. Yeah, I wasn't even looking at her. I was I was too busy crying. We go back to the heaven-ish area. Liz comes downstairs with the suitcase and she sees Caroline looking out the window. And she says, Caroline, didn't you hear me, sweetheart? It's time for me to go. Liz approaches Caroline and says, don't you want to say goodbye to your mom? And I'm like getting so nervous that like Caroline's not going to turn around and it's going to be so sad. Yeah. And then Liz touches Caroline and she does turn around. But when Caroline turns around, her mouth is bloody and her fangs and veins are out. Mm -hmm. And then in the hospital, Liz gasps awake. I'm not really sure what we're supposed to glean from this, to be honest. I'm taking it of like, she's scared to like leave Caroline alone. Like she's leaving her all alone and then she could fall apart. Mm -hmm. And that's what that could look like. I think that's a good read on it. I wasn't wasn't sure what to read into it. So I was truly asking you. Then I guess I'm right. Yeah. I win this round. I didn't even enter. Ding, ding. <laughs> Doesn't mean I didn't win. <laughs> in the hospital, the heart monitor restarts. And Caroline says, Mom. And Liz says, it's okay, baby. I'm right here. And Caroline cries. Everyone is so relieved. Stefan stays with Caroline because, you know, it would be great for everyone to support their friend at this moment. And then Elena leaves. And Damon follows her. Because Elena's like, Liz kind of seems like the center of that room right now. And that that doesn't vibe with me at all. And she's like, you know what? Everyone's giving Caroline a lot of attention in there. I want some attention of my own. And I know one person who's always going to give me attention. And he's going to chase me out of this room. Yeah. <laughs> Damon says, Elena, where are you going? And Elena says, I just need some air or water or something. She almost died in my arms, Damon. Caroline's mom almost died in my arms. How are you making this about you? Oh my God. She, she didn't die in your arms. She died in the doctor's slash Caroline's arms and then came back to life. And you just gave the worst attempt at CPR ever. And then, because this has been such a romantic occurrence, Elena kisses Damon. I get the idea here is like, life's too short. But it's like, you just almost saw your friend's mom die. And now you want to make out with someone? Yeah, it is a little like, let's give it, let's give it 12 hours. Yeah, let's go get some eggplant parmesan. Yeah, let's decompress about the day over to some lovely eggplant parmesan. Then we can kiss. Damon says, I thought you wanted to start over because FYI, this is exactly where we left off. I actually love flirting right after my friend almost died. That's actually my favorite time to flirt. It really gets me some sympathy. (laughs) Elena says, I don't care. Life's too short, immortal or not. I don't want to waste another minute. And they kiss again. She has to add the immortal or not because it's like life's not too short for you. Yeah, it's actually quite long. It's actually exceedingly long. <laughs> Look, I'm a Delena shipper. I want them to fall in love again. But it does just feel like, is this the time? Look, I want them to fall in love again because I know Damon loves her so much. But at a certain point, I'm like, Damon, I think you can do better. It's hard. Maybe he can't. But it's just this had me pissed off. Well, because I was already sick of Elena this episode beyond yeah. belief. And so this I'm like, oh, she gets rewarded for this. OK, interesting. In Liz's room, Liz wakes up and Caroline is there with her. And Liz says, hello, stranger. You okay? And Caroline says, I've just been sitting here trying to figure out what to say. Guess I should lead with I'm sorry for almost killing you. And Liz says, sweetheart, please. You know me. I'm the world's unluckiest gambler. And Caroline says, I'm just sorry I wasn't here. I couldn't. And Liz says, hey, this isn't your fault. I need you to stop beating yourself up. Can you do that for me? She's like, you have to get past this before I die. Because then you're going to have to deal with the death thing, too. And we really don't need to stack them. Yeah. Caroline says, okay. And Liz says, can you say it like you mean it? And Caroline says, I will. And then she says, mom, you put the house in my name. And Liz says, yeah, a couple weeks ago. In case anything. And Caroline says, I'm not ready for that yet. And Liz says, I'm sorry. 
unfortunately there's a lot of paperwork to do so i have to start it early she said i mean i'm just i'm just getting ahead of it i mean i'm not long for this world and i know you're not ready for it. that's why i didn't tell you liz says i'm sorry i promise you i will stick around for as long as i can okay and they hug stefan returns and watches them hug and he's happy Carolyn turns to him and he has a coffee and she says where'd you get that and he says i guess someone fixed the coffee machine i'm choosing to believe he fixed it i am too because his mechanic skills he can i know i know he knows how to fix that coffee machine <laughs> i also read it that way yeah he's so boyfriend for that liz says oh my god that smells amazing i would give you one million dollars for a decaf latte it's like okay girl i think you're over hyping it to get caroline out of the room yeah <laughs> I think you could have just asked for a latte and she would have still gone. Yeah, I don't think you need to make it that serious. She turns to Caroline and says, would you mind getting one for your poor sick mom? And Caroline says, I can do that. Be right back. She goes. Liz turns to Stefan. She says, so it looks like we can cross Miracle Cure off the list. And Stefan says, oh, there must be some other option. And she says, listen. <laughs> she says, ha ha ha, no. Enough pussyfooting around. Uh, I need you to promise me something. When I'm gone, Caroline is going to need you. Even if she doesn't know it, she's going to need someone to help her move on with her life. Someone to just make her smile. Promise me you will do that, Stefan. She's like, look, if I'm going to die before y'all get married, that's fine. But I need to know that you're on the path before I head out of here, okay? I would love it if you would kiss before I died, but I'm not going to rush it. I kind of wish I had, you know, brought some mistletoe in during Christmas. feel like I lost an opportunity there. And it doesn't look like I'm going to do another Christmas. <laughs> Stefan says, I promise. We look outside the door, and of course Caroline was listening to this, because if Caroline's going to do one thing, she's going to eavesdrop. Yeah, especially like, she's like, don't you two talk about me. But of course, that's what they're going to do. What else are they going to talk about? (laughs) So, how's how's cancer? (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, (laughs) any animal attacks lately? Yeah. We go out to the Whitmore quad. Joe is laying with Luke's unconscious body still, and she says, Luke, wake up. Damon comes up. He's like, oh, this isn't really the pair I expected to see, but okay. He says, oh, good, Joe, you're still alive. That's going to save me a huge blowout with Rick when he gets back. But I'm clearly coming into something late. Yeah, he's like, I'm glad you're alive. I mean, if I had to pick someone to live, it would have been you. So I'm glad that worked out. We didn't talk about this at the time. But when Joe and Kai are about to merge, it is like one of them is going to die. I don't think so. I think it has to be Liv or Luke who dies. Yeah, because it's like these two seem like they shouldn't die. And between Liv and Luke, it's like, well, only one of you has a a relationship in the main two. Yeah, it does sort of feel like Luke is always going to be the one to go. Like, they do our best to keep the suspense going and not to expect it. But it does feel like Luke's the most expendable of the four of these. Yeah, because even in the Kai-Luke merge, like, I am like, well, Luke is the most likely to beat him, I guess, because of the information they've given us. But I'm like, I can't imagine Kai's going to die because of Luke. No yeah. offense, but like Luke. Plus, I do think Kai and Bonnie need to reunite. <laughs> so see if they can make up for the drama. Yeah. Joe says Luke showed up and he merged with Kai. And Damon says, huh. So I guess adding the term twin merge to my vocab was pointless because they ain't twins. Yeah. He's like, oh, so you guys can just do whatever the fuck. Yeah. I was working around all these other things and you guys could mix and match. Interesting. Interesting. Joe says he's not supposed to be here. The only reason he's here is because you let Kai out. Let's all be honest and fair. We can blame a lot of people for this. <laughs> we can't really blame Damon. If you want to go back to, let's blame Sheila. She's the one who put Bonnie in the prison world. Yeah. Let's blame the entire Gemini coven for making a prison world that you can get out of 
with Bennett blood, which let's be honest. I mean, if it was just Bennett blood that he needed, there's no blood bank in the world that has a Bennett's blood. Yeah. In 1994, let's be honest. Obviously, that's not an option. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, we're past sure. that. But <laughs> let's blame the Gemini Coven for making a prison world that's easy to get out of and not just killing him. Well, let's blame the Gemini Coven for doing this bullshit at all. Yes. I mean, let's blame the Gemini Coven in general. Let's blame Joe for not merging, not training to merge. Let's blame Liv and Luke for not merging. Let's blame Joshua for not getting the merge. Like, there's a ton of people you can blame for Luke being dead. Damon's kind of low on the totem pole because also he didn't even really let Kyra. I mean, he did, but Tyler was going to do it anyway. So Kyra was coming out regardless. Well, and also, like, it's not like he wanted Luke to die. Mm-hmm. But, like, he was okay with Liv and Luke doing it, and he thought that Luke would probably win that, but he didn't really care either way. And also, look, I, I've been saying it. Joe, you wanted to live. Liv wanted to live. Kai wants to live. And Luke wanted to be, like, a leader and support his sister. Yeah. So, in a way, everyone got what they want. Yeah. I mean, like, Joe, you chose to merge with him knowing that you were probably going to lose. You knew yeah. that that was against everyone else's best wishes. Blaming Damon for this is not fair. And it's like, yeah, Damon did step into the bounds of the Gemini Coven's stuff, but that's because you guys have been bringing everyone else into this bullshit, okay? Like, Liv and Luke should have just merged. As we've said many times, they didn't do what needed to be done. What they should have done when Kai got out is kill Kai. Damon wanted to do that. He specifically resisted because everyone begged him not to. You either have to have Kai dead or have Liv and Luke merge. Sorry. It is what it is. That's the situation that you all put yourselves in. Joe says, Luke, wake up. Damon says, oh, let me give him some of my blood. And Joe says, yeah, that wouldn't help. It's up to them now. Whoever wakes up in the winter and whoever doesn't. It's so funny when he even says, he's like, hey, I'll give him my blood. Like he knows that's not going to do anything. But he's like, I guess I better offer this so I don't look like a dick. Yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Luke breathes. Like he gasps. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> like, oh, interesting. And then Joe gasps because she's like, oh my God, Luke, she- can you hear me? We go quickly outside Skullbar. Liv is making a phone call. She says, why won't Luke call me back? You know, you wouldn't have to call him if you had followed him. Yeah, also, I think you know why he won't. Like, think for a minute. Why do you think he's not calling you back? Where do you think he went? Tyler says, do you want me to go look for him? And Liv says, yes, no, I don't know. What? Why do you even answer? Then Joshua gasps awake, finally to bring some level-headedness to this conversation. Yeah. Liv says, dad. And Joshua says, what has your brother done? We go back to the quad. Luke quickly breathes as if he's waking up. He opens his eyes and then his eyes go dead. Yeah, he he breathes one last breath. This is actually some really good acting because he very clearly dies. Yeah. Great work to Chris Brochu. When he woke up, I was worried because, you know, they're like, oh, they'll take on characteristics. And I was like, am I going to have to watch him like do a Kai impression? That's not going to hit the same way. Yeah, but you didn't have to worry about it. And then he died and I was like, okay. And I will say this. And we'll get more into this, but this is kind of the best case merge scenario. But I think it really highlights how stupid the Gemini Coven is because the whole idea of a merge is to get the leader of the Coven. The only one who acted like a true leader of a Coven was Luke. Yeah. And he's the one who died. Like, that's just, the setup is messed up, guys. (laughs) Not to defend the Gemini Coven. The tradition, if followed the way it was intended to be followed, would have ended with Luke being the leader of the Coven, who is clearly, of these four options... The best The leader. rightful leader. Yeah. He's clearly the best combination of strength and, like, goodness. And level-headedness. Yeah. But these four people decided that they know better than the merge. And unfortunately, this is a centuries-old tradition that, unfortunately, 
when you see how this all worked out, it's like, actually, the merge would have provided a better solution than what you all came up with on your own. Yeah. Like, Luke is the only one who was acting like he's actually he actually should be leading a coven. And, you know, let's be fair to Kai. Yes, Kai's a sociopath. But of him and Joe, he'd be a better coven leader. Yes. And of Liv and Luke, Luke would obviously be a better coven leader. So, unfortunately, the magic made its point. This merge is like merge all-stars. Yeah. It is like Luke was the only one who was willing to sacrifice himself for the good of the coven. And Kai was willing to die to either lead lead the coven or not. So yeah. yeah, those are who I would vote. If it were democracy, I would vote for either of them. Like if I had to rank the four of them, I would go Luke, Kai. I think well, Liv, a huge break. Least, yeah, a huge, <laughs> a huge break. break. That's clear. And then I guess Joe. No, I'd go. I'd go Luke, Kai. Is it possible to keep Joshua or try for more <laughs> twins? live joe yeah i guess i'd vote for live above joe because joe ran away i do think joe would be a better leader but she wouldn't want to lead it although live wouldn't want to lead it live would be sour no it it would be joe live because yeah i think it would have to be even though joe ran away i'd be like well can you come back i voted for so many people before you but joe i'm gonna be so serious with you you were not anyone's first choice but I think you know that Liv isn't capable of this. Yeah. Like, because even if I'm sitting there and I'm between Luke and Kai, like, I'd pick Luke. But if they're like, you have to have a second choice on there. I'd be like, well, you know, Kai's kind of evil, but he will get things done. And if I vote for him, maybe he won't kill me, which yeah. maybe is flawed. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'd go, Luke, how long can Joshua stay alive? And does he yeah. have any more sperm left? Like, do we <laughs> do we have someone who could give him twins, Kai? I would literally be like... I will have sex with Joshua to have twins. I will volunteer. <laughs> I'm being so brave about it. I will make my sacrifice for the coven to have sex with that sexy, sexy man <laughs> to have twins. Yeah. Who will merge. But I guess then he has to live another 22 years. But whatever, do a spell to make him live longer. Yeah. Okay. Maybe kill all the twins because then the Gemini coven will give you twins right away because they will need new leaders. That's true. If I can't have Luke, that's what I'm voting for. <laughs> yeah, fortunately. Joe realizes Luke is dead. So she says, oh my God, at Skullbear. Joshua says, oh, we have to leave now. Yeah, Josh is like, okay. <laughs> Tyler says, she's not going anywhere with you. And Joshua says, okay, Liv, Luke is gone. And Liv says, what? What do you mean, what? Yeah, Joshua's like, I'm not even listening to your dumb ass. Joshua says, okay, I feel it. He merged with Kai. Kai won, Luke's gone. That's just the way it is. Yeah, he's like- well, the merge happened. Sorry, I tried to do it this way. Here we are. You got your way. You got to live. You happy? Yeah. Are you happy? Liv says, I don't believe you. Now, Miss Girl, why would he lie about this? Luke's not returning your calls. Call him from the road if you're so sure you don't believe him. Yeah. Joshua says, we have to run, Olivia. Liv says, I'm not going anywhere with you. Joshua says, you think he's going to keep you safe? Pointing at Tyler. Yeah. Because he's like, don't be fucking ridiculous. He's like, he has texting and driving written all over him. (laughs) Tyler says, she's staying with me. Joshua says, okay, you change your mind, you know where to find us. Joshua goes, Liv cries. Joshua's like, you know what? I really don't give a fuck enough. If you want to let Kai kill you, go the fuck ahead. Yeah, I'm going to hide because Kai's definitely coming for me first. Yeah. Let's be so honest. He's super pissed at me. In a way, I do think he has a right to be. Yeah. 
<laughs> I get why he is. I'm going to Invisiquay really quick. <laughs> I'm just going to Invisiquay my ass right out of here. <laughs> we go over to the quad again. Joe is laying with Luke's dead body. She says, oh my God, Luke, she's crying. And then she's like, he's gone. He saved me and he's gone. Damon doesn't know what to say. Luckily, Kai does. Kai yeah. gets up. He's up now, so he's not letting one more second of silence pass. Kai says, win some, lose some. <laughs> Except for me. I always win. And then he disappears. And that's where we end the episode. So let's talk about the ramifications of this. Number one, mm-hmm. there was some consideration that maybe this wouldn't be a technically correct merge. But it seems like one person died and one person lived. Do you yeah. think this was a successful merge for all intents and purposes? Yeah. I think because of Joshua's reaction to, like, I think there's a feeling of like, oh, I'm not the leader anymore. That makes sense. We know also, or we were told, that part of the merge is that one will absorb the traits of the other. So I have two questions about that. One, do you think he will absorb any traits from Luke? Traits about Luke that we know. Uh, he's gay and lived brother. <laughs> I was going to say Kai's gay now. And two, does this mean that Kai now has his own magic or is he still just a siphon? Yeah, I think those are two things I want to bring up. I want yeah. to bring up. I'm going to start with the magic one. I do think he has access to magic now, but I do think he will retain his power as a siphon as well. That'd be nice. So I think he can be extra magical, which makes him extra hard to kill. Yeah. I also think the Luke characteristics part is interesting mm-hmm. because we have to wonder how accurate that is and what characteristics move. I, sure. I don't think he's going to be gay. Yeah. And we don't know much about Luke except that he is gay and lives brother. Exactly. So, and he's already lives brother. So, <laughs> so he can't absorb that. But I think- This move of the merge is meant to show Luke as like a selfless individual who will protect his family. Uh Uh-huh. So, you know, maybe Kai gets some empathy. You think Kai's going to absorb empathy? I'm throwing it out as like, we're talking about absorbing characteristics. That would be a good thing for Joshua. He'd be like, okay, well, I guess this worked out. (laughs) Yeah. I do think Kai would have to absorb just a massive amount of empathy to overcome his current personality yeah. and to overcome his anger and hatred for the family. So I don't think he's actually going to be empathetic, but I have to raise it as a possibility. In the follow-up to the merge, what's next for Joshua, the Gemini Coven, Liv? Is Kai going to kill all of them? Will he find them? Is Liv going to stick around Whitmore with her love of her life, Tyler? I think there's an interesting question of what Kai does now because part of him, I think, will want to just kill people because he's pissed. But also Kai doesn't really like to just like, kill people it's like a cat and mouse game and if the cat kills the mouse the game's over Mm -hmm. you know so i think there's a little bit more messing with people to be done i I do think this also opens up some interest with kai having magic now you know i'm always thinking about how we get bonnie out of this prison world and i do think there's a chance that kai would take her out just to be obnoxious just because he wants to mess with her more yeah so do you think kai's sticking around in mystic falls I mean, I do think he'll go to Portland and probably take care of a good chunk of the coven because I do think he's deeply interested in killing Joshua. Yeah. But I think once he's kind of cleared out some people, I think his goal is to be a menace. That makes sense. My final question. We dealt a lot with Liz Forbes and her worsening and then slightly better condition. Do you think we will see Liz Forbes pass away? And if so, how soon or how far away are we looking at that? I mean, I think we're going to. Mm -hmm. I think certainly by the end of the season. Sure. We're on episode 12 now of 22. I think we're looking at in the next like three episodes, honestly. Really? Depending on to what the next chapter is, because we're already building up this like 
doctor healthcare chapter, I think that could fit fit snugly into something like that. Interesting. So I think depends on how that goes. But I, I think almost definitely by the end of the season, she'll be out. That brings us to the end of this week's episode. As always, if you are enjoying Vampire Diaries and or Doppelgangers, please tell your friends and give us five stars rating review on Apple and Spotify podcasts. And follow us on Instagram at Doppelgangers Podcast. But that's it for this week. Until next week, goodbye, brother. Goodbye, brother. Goodbye, brother.